Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. Happy January 30th, 2023. Today is my wife and I's 41st anniversary, and I just want to say happy anniversary to my wife if she happens to be listening today. We've had 41 good years, and uh, it's been a a joy to have my wife because she is certainly my helpmate. The Bible says, and the Lord said, it is not good that a man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. That's in Genesis chapter 2, verse 18. And when he made Denise, he made her fit for me because uh, she has been my inspiration and she helps me and directs me and gives me a lot of great advice and and has always been there by my side. And I am so thankful for my 41 years of marriage to my lovely wife. And just a little bit of the story behind that, I moved to Vancouver, Washington when I was just turning 24 years old. I wasn't married. I wasn't even close to being married. And and um, I saw my wife. We had a singles. We had a church singles volleyball night. And I, I saw her and I was attracted to her. She was younger than me. She was... She was, I think, twenty at the time, and and but she was so cute and so nice, and and a bunch of us we used to hang out together. We'd go out and have a coffee and this and that, and and uh, so I got to know her pretty well. And that was about a year, year and a half, or a year later that I, I man, I just wanted to take her out, but I was, believe it or not, I was shy. I just didn't want to re- be rejected. But I asked her if she would go to a uh, out to dinner with me one night, and. She, my wife has a hard time saying no, so she said yes, but really, she wasn't interested in dating me. She, she was a friend, and, and she, I think, wanted to make sure that it stayed that way. And we went out, we had a good, good time talking, but I realized then and there that, well, this, uh, she's, she's certainly not interested in me as a, a boyfriend type thing. So we moved on, and, and it was, I don't know, it was several months later that, we got put together as visiting partners because she was working in children's ministry and I was in junior high ministry. And so we had to go visiting together on Thursday night to visit some these families that were transitioning from, from kids to, to junior high. Well, during that time, we drew really close together. And that is when we started dating. And after we started dating, it was 11 months later, we were married on January 30th, 1982. And I tell you what, it's been the greatest thing ever, and I'm so thankful for her. And then we had our little boy five years later, 1987, and um, that was after we'd been to the Holy Lands in 84 and had some great times together. And then we had Luke, and Luke was the joy of our life, and most people listening to the show know he was uh, killed in a car accident in 80, in 92 when he was five and a half, which was very devastating for us. But you know what? God brought us through it, and God brought us uh, another child, a baby Kaylee, who was a little three-pounder at birth, six and a half weeks early, and we went through a trial there. We went through a lot of trial and tribulation and all that, but she came out healthy and um, and ended up being a wonderful girl. In fact, she's a phenomenal Christian lady at age 29 now and just uh, moving ahead as a dietitian and doing wonderful and, and loves God dearly. I'm so grateful uh, for that. In fact, this week I was, I was just reading some scripture and uh, I, I just randomly decided to send her a little scripture verse. So, so I sent her this on Tuesday. I sent her 
Proverbs 23, 24, the father of a righteous child has a great joy. Then I wrote, I'm so proud of you and love you so much. And I do. I'm so proud that my daughter is following Jesus and her husband's following Jesus. But I'm so proud of my wife and all the work she's done, all the big special occasions so we had at Cloverdale Church, all the big events, Valentine's banquets, women's retreats, uh, just major, major church events. My wife steered. She always geared it up. Because when we first came, the church was very, very small. I've told it you many times, it was around 50 or 60 people. And so it was tough. So my wife uh, took a big role in directing a lot of those things. And and for many, many years, and as the church grew, you know, she stayed involved, was on the worship team for years and years, and and just been an integral part of the leadership uh, at Cloverdale and and at Vancouver, where I was prior to Cloverdale. So anyway, this kind of my anniversary show, I guess, uh, telling you that uh, it's so important to have a good wife. It's so important to have someone who loves the Lord, someone that you know has initiative. My wife has a prob- certainly much more initiative than I have. She's she's kind of the driver, and uh, she drives a lot of things because, you know, sometimes she makes me get, not makes me, but helps me get on my feet because I, I don't tend to have the energy that she has, but she is blessed, and out of that, she's beautiful, and uh, I'm so proud of 41 years, and I hope that the Lord gives us many more together. Well, you know what? And when I look at Galatians 5, uh, I think of about who we are in Christ. We are people of God, free to serve him. You know, he says in verse 1 of chapter 5 of Galatians, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. So he says this, Stand firm then, and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. You know, mark my words. I, Paul, tell you that if you let yourselves be, uh, let yourselves be circumcised, Christ will be of no value to you at all. Again, I declare to every man who lets himself be circumcised that he is obligated to obey the whole law. You who are trying to be justified by the law have been alienated from Christ. You have fallen away from grace. But by faith we eagerly wait through the spirit of righteousness for which we hope. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision has any value. The only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. And I'm sure you're thinking, Oh, great. You're going to be talking about circumcision today. No, I'm talking about law. I'm talking about how so many people live by the law instead of by grace and by faith in him. And he's trying to get this across to people, to all of us. You know, he said, then he goes on to say, you're running a good race. Who cut in on you and kept you from obeying the truth? And see, that's the truth. So many people are doing well in life, and somehow they get deceived. Somehow they get thrown in another direction. And I'm telling you what, we have got to stand firm. Like he says here, stand firm in the things of God. Stand firm in realizing it's not about law. It's not about the day you go to church. It's not about uh, circumcision. It's not about what you eat. It's about loving Jesus Christ and serving him with all your heart. Uh, verse 16, I'm going to go down, it says this, So I say, live by the Spirit, and your will, and your will not gratify the desires of your sinful nature. Well, you will not gratify the sinful nature if you live by the Spirit. For the sinful nature desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the sinful nature. They're in conflict with each other, so that you may not do what you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. 
And he tells you some of these things about, you know, really what you shouldn't be doing. And you know it, and I know it. We're all convicted by the Holy Spirit. He says the acts of sinful nature are obvious. He says that they're obvious. Sexual immorality. Nobody likes hearing that. Impurity and debauchery. Idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage and selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, I and envy, drunkenness. Well, you know, but he goes on to say, these are things, you know, it keeps us from God, keeps us from inheriting the kingdom of God. It says, I live like this will not. People who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. Hey, that's kind of a promise. Verse 22 says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature with his passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking, and envying each other. You know, I, I think, as, as I've talked about my marriage and, and life, you know, the enemy tries to throw darts at us. So many marriages today have crumbled. And I can, I can tell you why, folks. It's because Jesus wasn't the center of the marriage. Jesus might have been a byproduct. One of the, one of the uh, partners might have been someone that tried to be strong in Jesus, and they decided they want a missionary date and marry somebody that wasn't of Jesus. I've heard this, I've dealt with it for years, but their spouse wouldn't turn. And so they started drifting away. Pretty soon they became away from the church and away from the things of God because they didn't have a spouse to back them up. It's so important. The Bible says, do not be yoked with unbelievers. What does God and Satan have in common, Corinthians says? You know, we have to work together and, and be about God's business. So that's why it's important to have a biblical partner. If you're out there and you're young enough listening to this, you're dating. Date a Christian. Date somebody that has the same spiritual values you do. And I might I tell you, my my father prayed for his mother for years. She wasn't a Christian, but my father prayed diligently for her. And my grandmother gave her heart to the Lord two weeks before she died and had a vision of heaven and, a, and an amazing story. But my dad and my dad and grandpa never gave up on praying for my grandmother. And folks, that's what we need to do. Pray for pray for our partners, pray for those that we are um, in contact with and married to. And I hope God gives each of you long marriages. You that are married, listen, I hope you have a long marriage. And remember, there's ups and downs. It's not always happy. You don't always do the right thing. I remember when I first got married, I think it was probably the first year or two, I did some laundry and <laughs> I think I put something uh, pink in with one of her white white shirts or white something. And guess what? It came out pink. She wasn't real happy with me. And uh, I started learning some things. I learned a lot from my wife because she knew, uh, she, she, she understands life a little bit better sometimes than I do when it comes to things like that house stuff. And she, you know, she gets it. I'm still learning. And it's been, what, I'm 68, almost 68 years old. I'm still learning how to handle things, you know. But, I, but anyway, well, with that said, I've ran out of time. And I, I know I talked a lot about my anniversary day, and I wanted to because January 30th is a special day and will always be a special day for me. And I am very, very grateful that I have a wife that loves the Lord and served alongside me for all these years. And I pray God blesses her, especially this day. And you too. Lord bless you. 
LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.